to an extra special episode 10 of Gaming Fix, the best podcast recorded by six people on the internet in multiple different countries. Uh, I am your chairman. I'm sticking with that from now on, uh, Sam Harrison. Today we've got our uh, chief technical officer, Alex Galinas. I have no face, but I must stream videos to the stream. Yep. Uh, this week, uh, just to let you guys know, uh, thanks very much to Alex for helping set this up, but we are moving away from using the face cam so that we can make it all about the games. We're going to be showing videos of the games that we're talking about, and uh, Alex is the video DJ, the VJ for those videos. Next up, we have Alison. Hello, everybody. Happy March 10th, which is also Mario Day, so I feel like this is a pretty great uh 10 10 situation very excited about <laughs> and andre uh, i finally filed for my paragon refund Shit. Hey! <laughs> the third week in a row you've mentioned that in your intro and uh erica hello the camera can't see it but i have lipstick on my teeth so you know i'm glad that we don't have video today <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pat, finally, Hello. back from the grave. I'm alive, yeah. I still no longer dead, dead to us. <laughs> so. Alive to us! Yay! Yeah. Yay! Excellent. Uh, so, uh, we are, I've got an extra special, jam-packed 10th anniversary, 10-week anniversary episode for you guys today. <laughs> um, we're this all going to be talking... 10 years. Yep. So. <laughs> That's how it feels. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. Uh, and uh, so uh, I think that uh, as Alex is doing the VJing, I will not make him go first so that he's got a little bit of prep time. Um, but uh, Alison, what have you been playing this week? So uh, excellent segue because of uh, Mario Day. I've actually had a pretty light gaming week. Um, I was really busy at work and because of that, it just kind of sp- when I got home, I was just I just wanted to lay down and watch TV for most part, uh, except for when I did play games, which were a lot of um, kind of older games. I played some of my uh, Asenius classic stuff, but the one game that I played like f- f- for the most of was uh, Super Mario Brothers Three, which. I've actually never played before, which is really weird for me because I played the first Super Mario Brothers and then also um, World. I played both of those a lot when I was a kid to the point where those might have been two of my most played games ever. And this one I just apparently never picked up for whatever reason. So it's been kind of an interesting thing to get pick up a two uh, like a two D Mario game that I that has different. Uh, controls and it feels very different um but then also just kind of getting into that loop of going okay i know how to get through this game but it's it's a it's a very different game to those other other ones that i've played which has been uh, an interesting experience to experience it for the first time so it's been it's been enjoyable awesome um i actually oh. just realized I forgot completely to give the rundown of the episode that I normally do at the beginning. So, welcome everybody. Thanks for listening to Alison's great uh, Mario 
Um, what, what we're going to do today is, as always, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. We're going to have a little break with a mini surprise in the middle for the viewers. Uh, nobody spoil it, everyone, even though you all know <laughs> what the surprise is. And uh, after that, we're going to talk a little bit of news. Um, so, uh, Erica, you're on my screen right now. What have you been playing this week? I just want to uh, say, Andre's on my screen right now, and he's frozen AF. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like he's about to poop. This is, this is good podcast. <laughs> good and not face camera podcast. Your audio yeah. sounds good, at least. <laughs> yeah. So um, smooth. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I'm breaking the bring one game rule, and I'm bringing two. So I played a little bit of Into the Breach this morning. Um, so I I think I like this game, but I don't think it's fully clicked with me yet. I think I've got to play a few more games to get it, get the strategy mm-hmm. in my head. But like, because I think I've worried a lot about the um, the extra um, challenges on the side where you can get like power grid stuff and you know whatever. Um, and so I've kind of been watching those a little bit too aggressively i think because i want to get like whatever you get after you beat a world with all of them and um the extra power-ups and (laughs) and in the meantime i've been just taking tons of damage because i am not as worried about losing power grid damage so that's probably not the best way to play it (laughs) but you know it's it's really cool um i'm not a big strategy game person. I talked a little bit about playing uh, Mario plus Rabbids last week, so that's kind of been the next step, I guess, for me is this game. <laughs> but it's fun so far. I really like it. I hate the fonts. That's my one big complaint with it. I don't uh, like the way any of the fonts look in that game. I love everything about how everything in that game looks. <laughs> it's <laughs> really interesting. Me, yeah, I don't know, but it's I get really that. Inter- yeah. It's interesting because like everything's very pixelated, but then the fonts are like super crisp. Yeah, yeah that's like what it, my issues are. Like like the menu fonts. I'm like looking at the menu right now on my computer. Um, the menu fonts are like also like a little bit pixelated, but then you know when they have like warnings and you know other text that's on the screen are like super super crisp, and it's just kind of I, weird. I feel like that was the same way with FTL. I think that I didn't they, really had a, play any they had the same <laughs> it, like the, the the a lot of the the like UI and and uh, periphery like fonts and stuff like that looks a lot like FTL to me. Um, so I think I was already kind of prepped and used to it. I think this game is a lot better than FTL though, to be honest. Yeah, like I mean, I'm having a ton of fun with it. Um, it's a little frustrating, and it's a lot of you know figuring out how each mech moves and you make a move and you're like, Oh shit, I didn't realize that was going to do that. <laughs> and yeah. just learning how to do things in that game. <laughs> Are you playing it on normal or have you bumped it down at all? Yeah, uh, I played it on normal today. Okay. I finished it on easy this morning. It's actually not that hard to beat. Um, but I only did two islands and then I just did the final encounter just mm-hmm. to get through a run. And, um, it's, uh, I really like the way that that game is like, score focused i'm usually not into score based games but the way that it's like not hard to finish on easy and then you unlock stuff and then you try to kind of build up your to the point where you can get like a really awesome score by playing through it on hard is just i think it's really cool yeah i think maybe my next move is to try to play it on easy just to yeah get the mechanics down yeah yeah 
I was getting really frustrated with it on normal, and then when I bumped it down to easy, that's when it kind of clicked. Based on what you were saying, Erica, with like focusing too much on the objectives and taking damage, like, you're going to take damage. But if you bump it down to easy, that's like a great way to actually learn how like the mechanics yeah. work and like comboing your moves together. Because the AI is like a lot less aggressive, mm-hmm. I guess I would say mm-hmm. they don't they don't spawn you know, as much either. Yeah, there's um, not as yeah. many. And yeah, then it also getting... lets you you can like kind of do a lot of those alternate objectives and get a lot of the upgrade materials and then see what it looks like to have a really high end mech so you can kind of plan better for it mm-hmm. in future runs. Um, yeah. yeah. And then makes- also, yeah, you can get clear the objectives and get new teams so you can use the new teams to mm-hmm. like, like, oh, I like this team way better than that first team or whatever. Yep. Have yeah. you have any of you guys made your own team and done like the all punchy boys lineup? No, not yet. Not yet. I will good. though. Yeah, <laughs> that stuff is so. That game seems like it has way more legs than FTL. Like FTL has got a lot going on uh, and is really cool. But like, I could see people doing all kinds of crazy ass runs and into the breach with because of that custom mech. Because there's like mechs that are like science mechs that don't do any damage. They just do like freeze attacks and stuff. But in theory, I think you could finish the game if you would were able to like, because you don't have to kill the the vec; you just have to survive to the to the end of the time limit. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I guess in the final ones, you have to kill them. But I don't know. It seems like there could be cool ways that you could force using science mechs and stuff as a full team. Yeah, and I liked also that they seem focused on you thinking about this strategically. Like I like that they kept it in mind when planning things like adding grid coordinates and things like that yeah. to the game if you want them and I don't know, it's just I took a nap today and I kind of like closed my eyes and I could still see the grid mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> one of those types of games you know yep. I kind of love that actually yeah. was, yeah. was was Jeff Bridges there <laughs> he, he was not <laughs> Um, so anyway, the other game I played, um, I played a little bit yesterday. Um, I played Psychonauts. <laughs> hey! Um, so I was so sure I played this game, and the more I play it, I'm pretty sure I actually never did play this game, <laughs> and I think I was thinking of something else. Um, but that game is pretty cool. I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. We streamed it yesterday, um, and it's... You could tell it's not the most modern game. It's not the tightest controls in the world. You know, there's not the jumping and the platforming bits are not the greatest. I always feel like I'm overshooting stuff, but it plays fine considering it's as old as it is. And the the storytelling, like every once in a while, a little like cringy, but for the most part, it seems interesting. I'm excited to see where it goes because I don't know where it's going because apparently I didn't play this game. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It was a, it was a lot of fun, and you know, for ten bucks or whatever it was, I think it's well worth checking out. I think I've owned that game since it came out on Steam, and I've never played it. <laughs> so I'm actually installing it's, it now because I've you been should. It my it's whole a good game. life. Yeah, we were planning on making um, one of our stream days like a co-op game. We were going to play through uh, Borderlands, the pre-sequel, because that's the only Borderlands game uh, I haven't played yet. And that game is not available on local co-op on Steam for some reason. So I don't think any of the Borderlands can do local co-op on PC. I've looked into it for Borderlands 2. Yeah, because I really love... I have like 
a ton of love for Borderlands and I really wanted to play that game. And I think I actually, I have it on PS4. It just wasn't ready to go. So we did Psychonauts instead. You guys should play Portal 2 because that's got local co-op on PC and it's Listen, really good co-op. I want to play Portal 2 on co-op and Xavier doesn't want to play it with me. That's terrible. It's a really great co-op game. It's like phenomenally play. good. I hate co-op games and it's amazing. You know, it's so good. What it is is like when Xavier and I first started dating, I was not really proficient with like using uh, two sticks. Like I couldn't yeah. walk and look around at the same time. Borderlands is actually the game that taught me how to do that really well. But for the later puzzles in Portal Two, you kind of need some precision yeah. movement, and I couldn't do it. And we were just like, we got really frustrated with each other, and so he doesn't want to play it with me anymore. Play it with this <laughs> creepy Mr. Potato Head behind you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's pretty great. We have two. <laughs> the other says Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> so, so, wait, so, Erica, yes. you hadn't played Psychonauts, but have you played any other Double Fine games? Um, I played almost all of uh, Day of the Tentacle, um, and that doesn't even count. That's a LucasArts, isn't <laughs> I was it? Say it's LucasArts, but it's oh, close it's enough. Oh, LucasArts. I mean, it's, I it's double fine now. Yeah. Never, like worked on it and like made it. It's yeah. the same, basically. Yeah. yeah same people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, well, if I would have played like, it, it would have been like after they. Once you finish <laughs> Psychonauts, you need to play Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. Yeah, was, I've played oh, a good damn. chunk of Grim Fandango also, but I don't think I've finished that game. Also, LucasArts. LucasArts, yeah. Is it too? Yeah. Yeah. Shaper game, but yeah, yeah. well, fun. all right. There's also so what then, Massive Chalice you're on a strategy kick, you can play uh, Brad Mears. Yep, Massive Chalice, so cool. Broken Age is also a double fine game. Uh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Broken yeah. Age, there was, I, uh, Trenched. I have that I've game and I never that. played Brazen. any of it. Um, what was the stacking the stacking dolls game? Was it just stacking? Uh, it's also really cute during like Halloween times, costume quest is really sweet. Yeah, mm, I agreed. Did, did any actually, of you guys have the connect? Did you have the 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 I weird know, thing? Fun time, actually. Yeah, I no, one. I did never got it. <laughs> this is a great game. Wait, is Iron Brigade? Is that is that a double yes. fine yes, game? That is okay, I played that. <laughs> Iron Brigade is really cool, and I should play more of that. I have I've barely played any of it. Yeah. So that's the game where you have the hands and you can yeah. like salute people. Yep, You're, there's salute. various salutes yeah. for both hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did play that game. That game was super fun. I would like to go back to it. But yeah, I don't know. It's been a fun week. I'm not very far into either one of those games. Um, like I, I died in the last battle of the world on uh, Into the Breach, and then or the first world, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Are they worlds? Are they continents? I don't islands. know. Was it islands? Okay. <laughs> and then I finished, like, the first uh, section of um, Psychonauts, like the, I think it's called Basic Braining. Oh, <laughs> I did <okay>. that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I look forward to putting more time into both of those. Oh, that game is so good. I'm installing that in Brutal Legend again now because I'm going to play Brutal Legend again too I really look forward to hearing your thoughts on the rest of Psychonauts I'll let you know in a couple weeks probably (laughs) I've never played it either but I own it so maybe that's something I should should everybody should play it and then we'll talk about it in two weeks that's going to be our yeah 
Okay. Um, so next up, Alex, uh, I think you've been playing something pretty wonderful. Dude. Do you want to oh, share it with us? This is going to be a long talk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So strap in, everyone. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me just get another glass of peach. Yeah, yeah. Do I need another beer? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I beat and I uninstalled Cat Condo. Oh, I got wow. to the I got to the last cat, and once you do that, you cannot combine those last cats. So there's not really much else to do. Oh, good to know. Yeah, and yeah. also some of those achievements impossible. <laughs> like <laughs> I think you have to buy like ten thousand cats, and oh, oh, <clears throat> like you know how every time you buy a cat, its price goes up a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's never yeah. a ceiling to them. So if you go to the lowest level cat, like the cheapest cat. It'll just keep getting more expensive forever. Yeah. So, yeah. like, buying 10,000 cats is almost impossible. <laughs> In, like, one run or over all your runs? Overall. Overall. Yeah, it's just okay. an overall thing. How, they give you, like, a tracker, like, how many you've bought? Yep. Like, th- there's, like, an achievement menu, and you can just kind of see... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Erica's showing it, but there's an achievement menu with, like, kind of bars that show your progress. How close were you? I think there's 10,000. I think I had maybe 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have eight hundred. <laughs> yeah. So wow. So yeah. I mean, I also I'm not near where you are. I am at like twenty nine cats. And there's forty in the game. Yep. So you know, I'm just I I am still playing it like a couple times a day, but I'm not playing it very often anymore. Yep. Yeah, but I, I plan to not, uninstall it. I'm at twenty nine cats too. I re- I want to get to the last cat, but yeah. they're we'll getting see, weird now. <gasps> <laughs> they are getting weird now and it's getting to the point where i check it like every day and i'm still it still takes a long time to get to that new cat oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but for real the game i actually brought today is the same one i was talking about last week and good lord i have a lot of feelings about this one so yeah <laughs> get ready and not safe for a work tag on this stream yeah oh yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> get ready this is an an ao stream now so i've been playing the visual novel wonderful wonderful every day and when I last reported to you guys, I was about three hours in, and it was pretty normal. <laughs> it was just a standard VN. It had some kind of cool stuff going on, but like it wasn't anything crazy. So let's start with the cool stuff about that game. Um, it's maybe the most profound and fascinating visual novel I've ever played. And like that's probably a big statement, but it's true, because its themes are like super crazy dark, but it's also really optimistic in a weird way. And, like, the way it handles its story is just exceptional. Like, it starts with a really small scale, just a couple of friends kind of thing, and it literally gets cosmic. <laughs> like, huh. it's insane okay. in that sense. All of the characters are really nuanced and dynamic, and they, like, act like actual humans, and they're intelligent, so you're never looking at them and being like, why are you doing this? This is the stupidest choice. You're like, oh, wow, that was actually really clever of you. Like, it it does all this cool stuff. It has, like, these really intense ideas about philosophy and love and reality. And, like, they go into M theory, which is a branch of string theory and stuff like that. It's really crazy. And, like, sincerely, it's almost had, like, an influence on me and led me to kind of reconsider or reassess parts of my own life, which I think is a mark of a really good piece of fiction. Uh And also, it does have the best late title card of the year. It's like six or seven hours in, and it's just like a full, straight-up anime intro. (laughs) But So, all of that being said, I don't know that I can actually recommend it to any single person in this room or listening to this podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I've got several questions. Number one, how easy was the full nude patch Very to install? Easy. It took about 20 seconds. But you need... The thing is, you need that patch to properly play the game. The reason for that is... <clears throat> On Steam, it comes with the first chapter, which is censored. And it only comes with the first chapter, and the game is six chapters. The first chapter was about 12 hours long. What the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, last week they said it was like, if you game, are, are all the chapters that long? I'm in the second chapter, and I'm at about 18 hours, so I'm going to say they're all pretty damn long. Dang. But Fuck. <clears throat> it's really, really well written. I don't have that though. kind of time, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he it's, it's, doesn't recommend it, so don't worry about it. <laughs> the reason I don't recommend it is because it's like the only word I can use for it is super explicit. And that's in a lot of different senses. Like it's really violent and really gory. And like I love horror games and it's super creepy too. Like, uh, I'm not one to usually get creeped out by horror games because I play so many, but, like, there's some genuinely, like, unsettling moments. But I, I think what would be most damning for most people is the obvious one, that it, is that it's super, super, like, sexually explicit. Like, at times, it's straight up just a porn game. Oh, I thought I was out, but then you probably right back in. <laughs> but, like, seriously, it's the kind of thing where if you were on a plane, you would close your laptop. You'd be like, oh, don't want people knowing that I'm looking at this. Like, it's but, worse than Game of Thrones. I am, <laughs> yeah. I am so like disappointed with that, just because I don't really want to play that. But at the same time, like looking at it on Steam, the games that it's listed as similar to um, that one I've that I've played are like the Zero Escape games, and I love those so much. Yeah, and I love the idea of like super philosophical, super involved story like that. And I'm 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 so conflicted because I do yeah. kind of want to experience that but at the same time but like i'm not really interested in in all of that other stuff yeah i know like it's it's a big caveat but like like to give you some context like in the first chapter if you play it quote-unquote correctly there's a three-way branching path that you'll running you'll run into so you have three choices and you just kind of save before it and then you can experience the three branches in two of those there's like really just sex scenes and like they're kind of prolonged and they're supposed to be really titillating and it's just like this is kind of weird i just kind of clicking through this right now it's like the audio is you know it's really porny okay let's just get past this but if you go back to the like to that branch and you pick the third direction it it does something really cool because like those branches are obviously bringing you down romance paths right and you pick this third branch and you suspect that it's a romance path just like the other ones and the girl is just like oh okay cool let's be friends and then, like, you, it doesn't go the direction you want, and then it just kind of recontextualizes itself, and that's literally the point where it changes its entire universe. And it makes huh. the sex scenes that you experienced before petty. And, like, it actually kind of, because it's recontextualizing it, it makes you reconsider what was actually happening at that time, and it's, like, really, really fascinating. So it's, mm-hmm. like I said, it's really hard to, I just, I have a hard time recommending it, but it is amazing. But I like, guess the question is, do you think that it's you could recommend it if somebody's like not like I would never go to I wouldn't be going to a game like that like looking for explicit sex scenes or mm-hmm. violence, but if you're someone who could look past those things and not be like upset by them, do you think it's worth seeing 
what's there if those elements are just going to be things that like you can just go yeah whatever i don't really care about this i'm going to click through it i think you could um yeah i mean at some point like if you just skip past those scenes you're skipping past girls going uh and stuff right like well, right, yeah <laughs> it's not right. that bad but yeah it, it is also a big commit because like it's probably about a 50 or 60 hour oh, game. sure but yeah yeah like here i'm gonna give one other example like this is kind of a bit later in the story like 16 hours um like speaking of weight like adding weight to a scene like that um it made me the most uncomfortable i've ever been with playing a oh. game and that was the scene like it's a scene that i can only describe as the most realistic depi- despi- sorry depiction of a sexual assault i've ever seen like it holds no bars and it's really disturbing like yeah straight up what happens is it's a group of guys sexually assaulting a weak guy and they're doing they're like uh, threatening to like gouge out his eyes if he doesn't do what they say and they're screaming and blood and tears and stuff and it's ugh. i felt sick afterwards like it was really intense it was 100 percent relevant to the story and it was necessary to convey like how intense of a feeling they were trying to evoke but it's just such a hard thing to recommend because i don't know if a lot of people can stomach yeah. it totally yeah, yeah that sounds like I, I don't know like i might be able to, to make like some sex scenes or some like violence but that seems a little intense yeah it's very intense i'm going very to finish intense. it i am pretty committed to it but yeah like really amazing but so hard to recommend yeah alex i, I hope you know that you ruined the joke that i was gonna tell <laughs> by, the, by the end of that conversation being very serious <laughs> Um, moving on uh, <laughs> I hear that you've also been playing a very deeply philosophical game that has a lot to say about the state of the world absolutely it has a, it has a lot to say about the state of a certain world I mean I mean the one that we live in though uh, so yeah I've been uh, I've obviously like moved across the country and stuff so I haven't had like oodles of time to play games but um I dipped into some Into the Breach uh, this week, which was really good. But I talked about that. Uh, the other game that I had been itching to play all week that I have some friends who were playing last week when they released the the beta for it and said that they weren't going to do any character wipes is uh, Warhammer End Times Vermintide 2. Um, I don't know. Did anybody in here play Vermintide 1? Wasn't a Left 4 Dead fan, so I never tried it. <laughs> so I also I do not like Left 4 Dead really at all. Um, I got kind of, and I, as I said earlier, I don't like co-op games generally either. Um, I got pulled into Vermintide one by a couple of friends that, uh, were all really into, um, the Warhammer fantasy battles universe, um, which without like going down an extremely nerdy rabbit hole doesn't exist in tabletop anymore. Uh, the, they games workshop replaced Warhammer fantasy battles with something called age of Sigmar a few years ago, uh, which is a, reasonably cool game but it's a very different type of game very different world very different art than what old warhammer was um so when vermintide came out these friends of mine and i were like wow this is really cool this is a game set in that in that kind of original fantasy battles universe um and uh it was sort of designed to be like left for dead plus like more defined character classes and loot um the loot part never really was meant to be the focal point of the game, but because if it it was released like right on the cusp of the whole like loot revolution that Destiny kind of sparked, so people latched onto that and they over time kind of rebuilt the game to be more focused on the loot and less on the 
just being a Left 4 Dead st- type game with rat people. Uh, so Vermintide 2 is built more from the ground up to be have progression, have loot, have all that stuff. So he's got the same list of characters. It's the same basic concept. You go through these levels and fight rat monsters. Uh, but then there's also character classes now. So each character, each of the five characters has three different classes. And each of those classes has their own passive ability that's always on. That's like their main class passive. And then they also have a um, like an alt kind of. It's on a cooldown that you can speed up with uh, with doing damage. It's um, kind of Overwatchy. Yes, uh, very much so. But then they also have a skill tree. So as you level up that class, you get uh, there's a full like almost like Diablo style skill tree of um, you know you can say like oh well now I have a higher crit chance now I have a higher uh, attack speed, whatever. Um, so 15 classes, a bunch of variability there between how you build your character. There's all the loot stuff. They kind of moved over to a Destiny-style system for the loot where you just have a power number attached to all of your gear. Um, and uh, so you just kind of want the best power. But there's also traits for each type of weapon, and there's different, uh, like, on the on like blue and, and legendary, rare and legendary gear and epic gear, there's... Uh, also other kind of like this gives you plus two stamina this gives you this this gives you this um you don't get loot as quickly as you do in something like diablo or even destiny it's a little bit um slower paced than that because the way that this game is structured you play through a left for dead style level and then at the end of it based on stuff you did in the level you get uh, a, an actual loot box that spits out your loot. And it's just like if you opened up a Carstone pack, you open the loot box and then it has three uh, symbols on the screen. You click them and they reveal the items you got out of it. But um, there's no microtransactions or anything. So it's kind of just, just so happens that they use the box to, to contextualize how you get your stuff. Um, but I don't know. I'm liking it a lot. I've played it for probably... I think like three or four hours at this point. I played it last night and I played it some this morning. Um, and it seems like it's got the legs that uh, got even longer legs than the first game. Um, and uh, there's a lot of cool, they just like the environments are a lot more varied now. The first game was very much like here's 10 city environments. Now here's three forest environments. Now here's three dungeon environments. Whereas this one is more like we start out coming out of the out of the city and then we're in the forest for a while and then we end up at some like elven ruin that looks totally different from the place you started so that stuff is really cool um it's really fucking hard uh it's like kind of frustratingly hard so i hope they make some balance changes but otherwise if you've got some friends um i think it's a really good value for the 30 bucks that it costs there's tons <laughs> if, of gameplay there if i have some Friend. friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> good question yeah. um would you say Funny that joke. the first vermintide is still worth it even if you might not have friends or at least friends that don't want to play it <laughs> because i've actually had it in my uh Steam library for like forever because of uh, Humble Monthly, but I haven't actually put any time into it. I think it is worth it. So the, the games don't really have stories kind of at all. They have as much of a story as Left 4 Dead does. Um, right. So uh, I would say that if you aren't sure if you'd like it, if you, you could boot up the first one and kind of play a couple levels and see if it's a kind of gameplay style that you enjoy. And if you like it, then I would say from there, it's probably more worth picking up the second one than dumping a ton of time into the first one. Cause the right. first one you could at least see through all the levels, I guess, um, which doesn't take a ton of time. You could probably play through all of the content on the easy difficulty in about 
six to eight hours in the first one. Um, and it's kind of worth seeing that stuff. It's still a really cool game. It's got a, it's designed really well. Um, and, uh, the, the AI, the way that AI works is really cool. Um, but, uh, I definitely think if you're looking for something to like grind out tons of gear and stuff in and actually play at the highest difficulty levels at this point, it makes more sense to play the second one. If you haven't already started the first one. Right. So sounds good. When you're driving across the country, yeah. <laughs> which state is the most boring? Oh yeah. So I, was, I meant to. I meant to. I, I ruined my joke. I was going to say that I played the crew a lot this week. But yeah. So the most boring state, far and away, is uh, I guess overall is probably South Dakota that sucked but that was partly <laughs> I'm a little bit biased because i was stuck in the there is winter storm quinn was pushing across uh the uh across north america really <laughs> across the northern united states and southern canada uh so i uh i left from detroit and uh kind of made it through i'm very used to driving in like indiana and illinois and wisconsin made it through there it was fine no weather it was beautiful stopped in madison wisconsin for dinner the first night it was gorgeous um, and then got th- like through the next day, got on the road and about halfway through the day hit South Dakota. And it was the disaster, just blizzard, terrible weather. I had to drive like 35 miles an hour on the highway yeah. for hours. And then they shut down the highway in, in South Dakota. So I stayed overnight there. And the next morning I was like talking to locals and they were like, yeah, who knows when it'll reopen. It's just kind of like when it melts maybe i don't know and like they didn't have salt trucks i didn't see any salt trucks i don't want to make the brazen statement that the state of south dakota doesn't have any salt trucks because that seems (laughs) insane but i didn't i swear to you did not see a single salt truck in the like 24 ish hours i was in south dakota uh so i ended up like driving on back roads in the middle of nowhere for about five hours i'm so sorry Uh, for your loss yeah how okay so like living in the midwest how do you not be prepared for snow so they apparently they get blizzards like this once every five-ish years this is completely outside of how it is in south dakota i know it's weird because you would think bordering minnesota like (laughs) but we get that all the time apparently south dakota they don't get a lot of snow there um so they're just like they're completely hammered by it but once i got to like western south dakota i went through because i took that weird detour away from the highway i went through the badlands which was awesome and that was really really cool and like stop them out rushmore at night uh montana's really neat i don't know i don't really have complaints about any other parts of the drive but yeah <laughs> eastern south dakota sucks <laughs> how many gun crazed colts did you encounter in montana <laughs> if, we're gonna, if we're gonna go off ubisoft jokes here uh surprisingly uh fewer than i was i actually was thinking about that the whole time i was driving through the state was like I wonder if this is where it's going to be, where Far Cry 5 is going to be. I wonder where this is where Far Cry 5 is going to be. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, so, Andre, uh, I know the... Two weeks, three weeks ago, I was thinking, huh, I could really go for a Ratchet and Clank game right about now. I didn't play the reboot or whatever in 2016, and then like later that week or the next week... PlayStation Plus games were announced, and Ratchet and Clank was on there. So I've been playing uh, that Ratchet and Clank game, and it's still good. Like it's just full stop good video game. 
<laughs> uh, like there are issues with it. Like there are some of like the optional objectives are just really tedious. Uh, before that, I was like, this is basically just like a perfect video game. Not my favorite video game, not the best, just like perfect. Uh, and like very tight, fun weapons, like humor's good. Uh, looks great. And then it was like, hey, collect 60 of these, like, brains, and they're just kind of spread out in this area. And then, like, they're on different levels and stuff, and so that just got really tedious and annoying. But, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying playing that. Uh, I played, I think, a crack in time so many times. Just, like, because you can go back and play them over uh, with, like, all your upgraded weapons and stuff. So I enjoyed doing that, so I'll probably do that. But this one, play it once or twice, maybe try and get the Platinum. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I really appreciate those Ratchet & Clank games. And just reminded me that Insomniac's a really good studio. Don't know how that movie turned out, though. No one talks about it, really. But... It's bad. It got really bad reviews. Oh. Seems I, like I haven't perfect watched kids it. movie, but... Yeah, uh, really like Ratchet & Clank. Uh, but I am glad that they're moving on to other stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, any questions about it? It's it's basically just a reboot of the first game. If you ever played that, like I remember playing it as a kid, but like I don't remember all the beats. I just this remember. The, I've, I've played this game through. Yeah. It's the first Ratchet game I've ever played, and <laughs> I think it's fine. But um, yeah. I haven't really gotten back to it. I played about two, three levels, mm-hmm. and then was like, oh, I'll come back to this, and never have. Yeah, that's it, kind the, of what happened with me with it too. But I, I, I didn't grow up with the series, so it's there's not, none of that kind of nostalgia drive. Yeah, I've never really played them. I thought it was I really never, fun, though. So. Really? Yeah, I never got the into only, it. Or sorry, please. The only one I didn't play at all was, like, I think it was Deadlocked, which I think was the multiplayer one. There was, like, a... All for one. And no, no, this was like on PS2. There was a, I didn't play that one either, but that, I don't count that one. Like there was like a multiplayer like PS2 Ratchet and Clank game that was like an arena shooter kind of thing. I, I don't know. I I didn't play it. I think I might have participated in like a tournament at my local Game Crazy, which kind of segues into what I the other thing I was doing this week, which was. Uh, playing in a local or like a not local but like a small dragon ball fighters tournament with some like facebook people uh just like a group i'm in uh it's been a lot of fun uh i have done better than i expected to do uh our friend chris uh who was on the previous two episodes of our podcast Has, uh, has had more success than me so far. He is not in the loser's bracket. He is uh, in the third round. Uh, we are currently waiting on two matches to happen to update the bracket so we can continue with the tournament. Uh, get Coordinating like an international tournament online like via Facebook is uh, surprisingly difficult. People oh have God. work and things. Uh, luckily, it's not, it doesn't have to happen all at the same time, but yeah, so I've been waiting for, yeah, since, like, early yesterday. Uh, I did my first match. It was pretty close. Uh, I lost my, like, first, it was, the the sets are best of three. I lost my first match. 
uh, or first, yeah, first fight. Then I came back and did the reverse. I don't even sweep, but you know, I won the next two. That match was like, okay, this guy is like similar skill level to me. That's okay. That's fine. Things are going good. Things are going good. And then uh, get into my next match against the tournament organizer. He got a seed. Isn't that kind of unfair? The tournament organizer gets a seed. Uh, yeah. Second one seed. Um, so anyway, I go up against him and he instantly 100 to zeros my first character. Oh man, <laughs> this is a, this is a three v three fighting game. Uh, he he just he fucks me up. And we had uh we had done like a friendly match like a week or two before, and he just like wiped the floor with me. So I I walked into this match expecting to get my ass kicked, and I was like, mm, okay, yeah, that's that's about right. Uh, and then. Uh, so I managed to fight back. Uh, I take out two of his guys with my two guys, and then we get down to his last guy, and I'm down to like half health or less on both my guys. Uh, if Alex skips the video, I don't know where it's at now, like 3.42 uh, in that video is the moment where there's like this quote from Sonic Fox when he just won a tournament where he just decided, I'm not going to get hit anymore. Huh. Uh, and my health was down to like if he if he got one combo on me I was pretty much done or like one good combo uh, and because he took out my one of my guys and he has full health on his last character and I'm down to like one or two combos and I'm done yeah watching this I decided, yeah <laughs> uh, I decided I'm not going to get hit anymore and I just like pull out the clutch victory just, it, it felt so good. Uh, I think I rattled him a little bit. He took a little while to uh, hit rematch. <laughs> uh, sadly, uh, the the next two fights were close, but he managed to pull out the victory. His Frieza is a problem, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> Just full stop, a problem. Uh, and I do not want to... Uh, I mean, I want to go back up against him so I can win the tournament. Uh, but first, I have to make it to the loser's bracket. I won my first match. I'm waiting on that second one. Uh, Have you you ever seen... Sorry, that just reminded me of... There's a clip from Evo in like 2004 or 2005 with Daigo and Justin Wong playing Street Fighter 3. Is that the the parry thing? Like where he's like literally one shot away, but he parries 15 hits in a row and then wins. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Kind of reminds me me of that. (laughs) Yeah, I I did nothing so cool, but I did take him... (laughs) Yeah, it felt good because it wasn't like I 100 to zero him. I, like I had to like actually figure out and like counter his attacks and block stuff. So that felt good, uh, but also it was like kind of luck. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I, I can definitely feel myself improving though. That like after he wiped the floor with me before, uh, and then I came in going, oh man, I'm just going to get my ass kicked and then pulling out victories like that. I'm like, oh, okay. I can, I'm, I'm learning. I'm getting better, but I can also see like where all the mistakes were I made and how to improve. So hopefully next time, like a sand, I learn from my defeat and get stronger. Run through the sky on a giant snake. Yes. I'm currently running a million miles on a snake way, AKA the loser's bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to train with King Kai and uh, it, it, the way it's shaping up, at least currently, it looks like I might be 
unless something happens, uh, I might be rematching the person I beat in the first round at the top of the losers bracket. But we still have a few matches to go through, so is anybody That'll be interesting? Is anybody streaming these or commentating over them? Or uh, no, uh, because it's like so. Um, everyone's just kind of doing their own tournament or you know their matches when they can get them in because everyone's different time zones and people have work and things like that. So hopefully this afternoon we'll wrap them up. But I don't know. You can see the bracket though. I've been kind of peeking in it here mm-hmm. and there. And people are um, saving their matches and stuff like that. Uh, so it's it's a lot of fun, uh, and it like reminds like I'm kind of going through like a competitive multiplayer resurgence. Like I haven't like touched competitive multiplayer games in a long time, or like actually tried to be competitive in them. Like with fighting games, I usually play offline, just like arcade mode or local stuff. But like I'm having a lot of fun. I got my first chicken solo chicken dinner the other night. Like, Congratulations! Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, after 169 hours, nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so and, like back in like middle school, I would do like tournaments at my local game crazy Guitar Hero, that, that Ratchet and Clank game. I think I won a Donkey Konga tournament. Nice. So, you know, uh, it, it's fun to get back into, like, being competitive with, like, friendly people. Like, when I know who the people are and, like, can, like, you know, talk some friendly trash, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say that group, we should, I, I don't mind plugging them. I will for you if you want. Uh, the Giant Bomb Fans for Fisticuffs group. It's, yeah. like, the friendliest fighting game community I've ever seen on the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those people are all very, very nice. Yeah, it's it's a lot of like both casual fans who like you know want to learn and also like some more yeah. experienced people. Um, so yeah, it's I'm looking forward to maybe finding the next fighting game like Mortal when Mortal Kombat comes out in like eleven or thirteen months. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, that. That tournament is fun, and I look forward to winning. I'm not sure if I'm going to change up my team. I was going Vegeta, Cell, and Beerus, but Vegeta, who I thought was my strong character, looks to be my weak link now. Mm. So I'm questioning everything about it. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. Uh, don't know who I'll replace him with. Uh, but that's just the way things go, I guess. I'm like very excited to get back to that game. Now yeah. that everybody has stopped playing it, or everybody that <laughs> is at my level has stopped playing uh-huh. it, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. like I've, you know, I, I picked up, I started playing, uh, you know, more games that I need my thumb for, and mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure that I'm prepared to start playing a fighting <laughs> game yet, but you know, yeah. healing at least, I've been holding yeah. up. <laughs> The blister I've got, or I had, keeps, like, <laughs> reforming and, like, yeah, so probably going to get a callus there. My beautiful soft hands are being destroyed by the game, but it's okay because I love it. Yeah, like, I mean, you you all know, but for the stream purposes, uh, I have a condition called dermatographia, where if there's too much friction or scratching on my skin, um, it usually... 
uh, turns into an allergic reaction, usually full of fluid or with hives. And the first time I ever played Katamari, I played it all day long and my thumbs were like enormous and like Uh-oh. super swollen <laughs> afterwards. <Uh-oh. laughs> I mean, what a game to do that with, I guess. I but... so, like, so, you know, I get so aggressive with like trying to push the, you know, doing the, the quick one and things like that. Did you wear gloves to like, like? I don't know. I don't know how that. I'm not a doctor. I have like the 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 strap that they gave me for like my thumb, and I have found that it makes my hives worse. But mm. you know, I don't know. I think it's just because of like I, like wearing tight clothing and stuff. Sometimes yeah. they do that to me too. So yeah. get some like cashmere game gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cashmere game gloves like take like six Claritin ahead of time. <laughs> Maybe then I won't have any allergic reactions. <laughs> Just or like a latex glove filled with lube, and then like <laughs> strap it to your hand. Keep it super soft, super lubricated, then I'll be good to go. <laughs> Speaking of a latex glove filled with lube, uh, <laughs> I'm playing some games this week. <laughs> uh, the first game is Bad Segway, the game. Uh, My no. favorite. Um, no, uh, I've been. I, I, talked about it last week but i bought a new 2ds xl so the majority of the week i had just been kind of sampling 3ds games so i have like nine or ten that i had digitally on my old 3ds that i've recovered the store account for and then i downloaded or, or rented like six more so i've got a load of different games and i've literally dipped into most of them for between half an hour and four hours um, but the game that I brought, uh, the game that I brought to talk about this week is Bloodborne. So um, it's out on. Um, uh, also, Burnout Paradise is currently playing. Uh, I did also play Burnout Paradise. It's uh, still just as good as it was. Uh, I played the um, EA Access free trial. So you get ten free hours up until next week. So I'll probably talk properly about Burnout next week. But uh, for the time. I think Bloodborne is what I'm on about. Um, yeah, so I played about two hours of Bloodborne this morning. I streamed all two hours. You can find the archive on my Twitch channel if you like. Um, and uh, the footage that we're showing right now is actually my uh, my gameplay footage. Um, so I, I know you guys can't probably see the stream because you're on it. Um, but I've got I've got it open on my laptop and you, laptop iPad and your I'm currently showing the run where I beat the cleric beast on like my second try third try maybe so I was pretty pleased about that um, yeah so uh, Bloodborne is a game that I hated for the first I would say hour and twenty minutes of the two hours that I played <laughs> yeah, um, you were pretty negative. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I was saying to my friend, because um, I was playing with a couple of friends, and um, one of them, it, he says it's his favorite game of all time, and the other guy was just starting out the same as me. And in fact, I overtook him during the stream, so he must be uh, terrible at games, because I'm incredibly bad. Um <laughs> Did he have someone telling him about stuff and where to go? Yeah, so uh, so my friends Dan and Theo. Theo loves Bloodborne, and Dan was just starting to play. He played a couple of hours, um, and Theo was just saying, "Right, do this, do this, don't do this," and like walking him through everything. Um, whereas I was just kind of getting little t- hints and tips every now and then, some from Andre in the stream chat, and uh, some from Theo. Um, 
but uh, yeah, once I kind of got the hang of how the controls worked, um, I think that it's like super unfriendly and unwelcoming as a game. Um, like if I hadn't had someone encouraging and keeping me entertained with humor and like conversation during the stream, I definitely would have stopped playing about five, 20 minutes in, maybe even less. Um so- did I hear correct? The first time you played Bloodborne, you missed the weapons. Yes. So, <laughs> oh, about no. two years ago, I borrowed a copy of Bloodborne from a friend because uh, they were trying to force me to play it. And I was like, all right, fine. So I played the game for 45 minutes. I um, d- died to the werewolf in the first room because I didn't know what any of the combat controls were and went to the hunter's dream. And I was like, oh those things on the floor are just messages and don't need to don't need to look at those so i didn't look at any of the messages which were the things that give you weapons and teach you how to play the game and teach you how to play the game because <laughs> uh, the game doesn't tell you that that is the thing so i how would i know you're supposed to <laughs> see the thing and be like oh what's that i'm gonna click on it <laughs> oh i did that I did that in you, the first room in the game. Yeah, you went, oh, it was okay, like, here's, how I, here's how I move the camera. <laughs> yeah, and like the first thing that I, I clicked on was like some user comment that was like, bad dude, round corner, question mark. <laughs> Try tongue, butthole. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. And I was like, all right, these are obviously 100% useless, so let's ignore these. Um, and so I played the game for about 45 minutes. Uh, I did eventually manage to beat the werewolf barehanded and was pretty surprised when he didn't drop a weapon or any kind of loot for me to use. Oh my I, God. I, did that. I did that when I just looted up the game the other night. I fought that werewolf barehanded. And then I went outside and I fought the three um, Yarnum dudes that are outside also barehanded climbed up the giant ladder next to those dudes uh, got chased down by some other dudes and fell back off the ladder and died from fall damage and was like you know what <laughs> I, I, I know no one can see this but I just want to point out that three of us just face palmed during this <laughs> I, I've just been doing this one protracted face palm <laughs> He's doing the, like, I, like, I've been mentally face palming ever since he said you didn't get the weapons and fought everything barehanded. Um, So yeah, that took me about 45 minutes. Um, It might actually have been like an hour and a half. I might be misremembering the time it took. It took a long time. And I uh, instantly, the second when I died from the full damage, I uh, went to the PlayStation menu, deleted Bloodborne from my PS4, ejected the disc, (laughs) and put it in my work bag to give back to my friend the next day. (laughs) You couldn't, you didn't even think, I'm going to look up a walkthrough or like, I'm going to try a guy. Maybe, maybe you'd be better at video games. No, no. (laughs) And I just like, I basically was like, this isn't the game for me. Like, when, you know, if if you play a game for like, I don't know, an hour and the entire experience is negative, I feel like I'm, I'm like, I'm not the kind of person to waste my time with something I don't love. I mean, that's, Um, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I, I think that's reasonable. You, you also skipped over the weapons. It's reasonable <laughs> to, uh, yeah. You're the only person I've heard have that experience. <laughs> well, so, you know, no, I feel like 
I feel like you and I have s- similar amounts of patience for games like this. Yeah. I don't ever want to struggle for a game. <laughs> but, uh, you know, w- I have kind of like a morbid curiosity about it, but I don't know if I want to dive into to it. Do you think I should? <laughs> like, why are you enjoying it? Um, yeah. the, the reason that I enjoyed it, I think, in kind of the second half of my playthrough was uh, Monster Hunter. So I played like 70 hours of Monster Hunter earlier this year. And that was how I beat the first boss. I just treated it like a monster. <laughs> um, so I enjoyed it because it is very reminiscent of a game that I've played a lot of and really enjoyed. Um, I don't know how much time I will give Bloodborne. I think it's probably going to be limited to kind of streaming and party play sessions, like an hour or so a week. Um but uh, I do want to try and beat a couple more bosses. I got to Father Gascoigne and then got completely worked straight away um, at the end of my stream. Uh, you you won't get to see this today because it's about 40 minutes after this section that I cut out for YouTube because <laughs> um, it took me about 40 minutes to get anything done after I beat the first boss. Um, but the- that Father Gascoigne fight is a very tough yeah mm. That's it's good. a lot of fun though once you beat it i don't know i i love that game yeah i feel I like i got like uh, i feel like i got like 15 percent of his health off like first try so i don't know and i went in with like no potions and no health i, I really want to watch you stream that fight like <laughs> that's that fight is that go that goes places yeah <laughs> excellent okay Here well uh, next Such saturday morning well fr- friday sunday no Friday, Saturday, Saturday evening for you, yeah. Next Saturday night, <laughs> if you haven't got a date, I'll be playing Bloodborne. <laughs> but yeah, okay. hey, Erica, hey Erica, I have we'll a question see. for you. Yes. So, if you've not been into these games, have you tried one of the ones that's like a little bit lesser of uh, commitment, like the the 2D ones, like uh, Salt and Sanctuary or anything like that? No, just because I've kind of written them off as one of those games, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, they definitely seem a little less scary i guess to dive into but yeah and i think i own salt sanctuary i'm pretty sure but i don't think i've ever opened it <laughs> you know and bloodborne too so yes. yeah <laughs> bloodborne 2 that's how <laughs> i have someone I tagged from the facebook group i have someone tag um he said that if bloodborne 2 gets announced he's gonna shit his pants and i have that saved somewhere so i can pull that quote out whenever i need it <laughs> <laughs> that's really good um, i have a screen cap of a uh, comment thread of all the people saying that destiny 2 is dead uh just to look look them back up when the, the expansion comes out in september <laughs> A collection I mean, of screenshotted names. I mean, you can revive something with necromancy. It's still dead. Well, <laughs> or that they're saying it's a terrible game and that it's unredeemable. And you can change a bad game. Exactly. They've done it before. They'll game. do it again. Maybe, but the, what if it's just it, if it's just the same thing? That that'll be great. That's a conversation great. for that's. A, conversation for e3 yeah i'll be super interested to see what we hear about destiny later this year (laughs) um but speaking of being super interested to hear stuff uh let's take a break from talking about video games to playing a game oh damn should i put on my 
Jeopardy I'm in the excited. background or something? Yeah, put on put on Jeopardy music or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we so, didn't play the game. The game played us. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so from from this week onwards, um, I'm going to be doing a little quiz for the team members of Daily Fix. Daily Fix? No, that's not right. Gaming Fix. Daily Fix is the IGN show. Um, and, I'll be right uh, in front of me. Put that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nah, we'll just say it. Um, <laughs> and uh, what, what I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm going to be asking five multiple choice questions, and uh, then well, I'll be totting up the results every week. And at the end of the year, we'll have a 2018 champion, um, and uh, we'll decide what that person gets as a prize at the end of the year. I guess maybe they get to have their own awards category at Game of the Year. Visual <laughs> novel of the year. Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so has everybody got their questions, uh, their answers sheets ready? I'm Absolutely. making mine over again because I lost them somehow. The process of streaming, you're just like, well, they're they're gone now. I literally have not moved. I don't know where they went. Are you <laughs> sitting on them? I have no. new ones again. I probably probably am sitting on them. Is that your <laughs> bee pat? <laughs> so uh nobody Gun knows blizzard ace combat and <laughs> i don't know it's always gonna be the answer is always gonna be ace combat that's the problem <laughs> <laughs> uh so everybody uh everybody watching on the stream can't see but uh on cameras i can see everybody is going to be holding up their answers at the same time uh i'd like to see hands in the air so i know that there's no keyboard usage no googling Scott would be very upset with you. I can't see Andre because <laughs> his stream's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, <laughs> Alex is doing a great job. Uh, so, I hope you're all happy about you this. Yes, he could have a tablet over there. You never know. <laughs> it could be another computer. Um, okay, so question number one uh, How many. 3DS games were shown in the March 10th Nintendo Direct. A, 7, B, 10, or C, 4. And I'll give you guys, I want you guys to show the answers in 3, 2, 1. Show them. Andre, what did you go for? Oh, I can see it. It's a C. So, what? No. What? No. That's an A. (laughs) Ah, that's an A. All right. Okay. Uh, Nobody gets any points because it was B. They showed 10 3DS games. Oh. It's not fair. I didn't watch it. Me neither. I was wishful thinking. I just was hoping it was dead. (laughs) (laughs) I love the 3DS, so it should never die. We'll we'll get to that. I love the 3DS, and it's dead now. Should be dead. Should continue to die. Just put one. That's what people say about the Vita. The Vita's getting fucking supported in 2019. But they all die. Question two: Which company originally published Psychonauts? Is it A. Activision, B. 2K, or C. Majesco? fucked up <laughs> <laughs> three two one show us your answers so everyone put c you guys get a point so Yay! that is fun. erica and andre dang 
Never it should forget. be noted that on the stream we're watching a Mario Party quick look, like a Mario Party thing. <laughs> I love it. That's uh that's uh probably close to what we're doing right now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh all of these questions are based on the games that were in the YouTube playlist. So I hope you're all excited. Oh. Next question. Oh. What year was Wonderful Every Day first released? <laughs> I know this one. Thank you. Is it A, 2017, B, 2014, or C, 2010? Okay, three, two, one. Show me your answers. Mine's reversed. Shoot. Okay, so we've got three correct answers because it was 2010 so that yeah. is alex heck yeah awesome and thank, andre thank you for the low ball i looked it up on steam and i was like oh like when uh, uh alex talked about it earlier and i was like oh that's interesting it came out in 2010 so well, well, I know you, but i thought it looked like they're from 2010 <laughs> <laughs> okay what is bloodborne's metacritic score is it A, oh. 93, B, 92, C, 87? Oh, <laughs> wow, that's rough. <laughs> Can you repeat the choices again? That kind of so that is A, 93%, okay. B, 92%, or C, 87%? All right. Okay, three, two, one... Show me your answers. So anyone who put B, 92% is correct. Damn Yay! It. Oh, it changed. <laughs> I have no idea what Andre put because he was frozen the whole time. <laughs> I, was, I was C. <laughs> Excellent. Good on point. Okay. And a final question. What year did the first ever Ratchet and Clank game release? Mm. Is it A, 2005, B, 2002, C, 2004? Three, two, one, show them. Show them. So anyone who put B two thousand and two, you are correct. Oh, Dang. Yes. I played that game. I should know that. Yes. I've never played one. <laughs> I, I didn't play those, but then I but I watched a lot of G four in the early two thousands. So <laughs> I that era of gaming is like burned into my brain. <laughs> there were so many Ratchet and Clank games that there was definitely one that came out in two thousand four. <laughs> It's probably going commando. Maybe. I played one of them on PlayStation now when that was new and horrible. So uh, up your arsenal was uh <laughs> up your arsenal okay, was two thousand four. Marking the results right now. Okay, and it looks like we have a three way tie. So um Alex got one point. Hell yeah. Uh, Pat got one point. Yes. Andre got two. Allison got two. And Erica got two. Yeah. So we won. It. We've got... Uh, two out of five. Andre, All right. Andre, <laughs> uh, Andre, Allison, and Erica up in front. I'm so we're going to be 
Uh, I'm going to try and go with this format every week. So it's going to be guessable, multiple choice questions that you might, if you know the subject, know the answer. Um, and uh, maybe we'll try and do something fun and mix it up later in the year. But for the time being, I think this is a, a nice way to break up our two segments. But next up, we've got news. Yeah. So, okay, sorry, one second. Alexa is talking to me. <laughs> is she laughing? <laughs> She's like, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> What's she saying? She's giving me my flash briefing. <laughs> I told her to shut up, but she obviously wasn't listening. Um, we have two items on our news report this week. Uh, one of them is a pretty big one, uh, which is uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Nintendo Direct. But I figure first we'll talk about uh, Alison's favorite news topic of the last decade. Um, the one that she said yes. has to be discussed. Yes. Um, so, okay. Alex, if you'd like to queue up the inside video. On the way. Uh, what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm just going to read. Oh, I don't have the press release. I did have it. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Okay. I am 8-Bit, Playdead, and Real Doll are collaborating on a mysterious collector's edition for Inside. We will not tell you what it is. Maybe it's what you're thinking. Maybe not. We can confirm that there are several items included, one of which is a PlayStation 4 game disc. The rest is up for speculation. Contents will be revealed when collector's edition ships. No matter how hard you try, we won't tell you. Uh, after June 8, 2018, pre-orders will cease forever. <laughs> FYI, this edition weighs a surprising amount. <laughs> Loot boxes got weird. It's because it has a sex doll in it. That's what that is. How big um, do we have dimensions on the box? Uh, they, I believe there is something here. What's in the box? What's in the box? No, there are no dimensions. There's However, no dimensions. Yeah, there's like an image, but the image who is knows extremely how accurate funny. that is. There's there's only gonna... one thing it can possibly be from that game, right? Right. I mean, oh no, <laughs> it's, it's the helmet. It's the helmet that you like when you jump up and then you run around with the helmet. Yeah, you know? no, it's the dogs yeah. from the fence. Oh no, <laughs> it's the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, I would love it if they just like gave you like some a section of fence and they're like this Wait. is it it's like a little diorama <laughs> oh and there's just, limit two per customer fence, so, you like know. a six foot chain link two. fence that they post you I, do you need two. to yeah I, I, I'm just like, I'm so intrigued by this, which is why I told us that we had to talk about it. And I know that that's on purpose so that you'll, they'll get people to pay uh, just under $400 for a collector's edition of a game that costs nowhere near that much. But I, I'm just very, I'm intrigued. $400. How big do we think this is going to be? 
Not that. Well, it can't be that big. Like, I mean, it's got to be around the size of a person, right? It it weighs a surprising <laughs> amount. If you look, yeah, if you but look what if at... the surprising amount means that it weighs like almost nothing? I would be very surprised. I would be surprised like by a real doll product that weighs almost this, nothing. But you don't have to. Well, it says the addition weighs a surprising amount, hence associated shipping fees and tariffs. So I'm assuming it's heavy, but maybe that's like to throw us off. I don't know. I just I'm really excited to learn about it because <laughs> I, I was I, I had the brief thought of like, do I need to buy this? But I, I don't have that kind of money to throw around like on something completely mysterious. But I, I'm just intrigued by whoever chooses to get the uh, get that collector's edition. And I'm, I'm intrigued to hear what's in it. I, mean, I feel like it's definitely a sensible thing that we will club together and buy one as a group. <laughs> oh I was going to say, we, we, could, ship it to it. we could pool it up and then have like shared custody <laughs> yeah. of whatever oh, it is. No. You'll, have to, Please, you'll no. have to post me this two foot wide flesh ball. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think it's so gross. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we, covered, could, like, we would have to just like... lint and dust. And... Oh. We would just have to be like, make a pact that none of us would let it get that gross. Like, <laughs> it's, so was, it's gonna I was get gross to is the Nobody fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I no, no. That's what I mean. No. Like, we have a pact to not do that. Cat left. He's out. I'm out. I get my own in the side special edition. Oh, man. Oh, God. Cat. Cat, come back. That's not why I'm walking around. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's convenient timing. <laughs> oh, man. He can't be on camera. He's got to hide his extremely visible erection. Yes. <laughs> you wouldn't see it on the camera. I said extremely visible. I'm so yeah. glad we already put the NSFW tag on this, this podcast. Yeah. I got to the point where... I have to do like a, a presentation about myself at work coming up and I was definitely considering like, oh, should I talk about my podcast? And now I'm going like, no, probably not. <laughs> Maybe you should listen to episodes one through nine. Uh, they're really good. Don't listen to them, please. <laughs> Maybe don't, don't listen to more than 90 minutes of episode two. Uh, episode two yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I'm totally and utterly incredibly interested in what this thing is. Yeah, me too. Like, I really like that game a lot. I liked I liked Limbo maybe more, but I, I, I really like that game. But I loved Inside. I thought it was so. I, I really got into Inside, and so I, I'm like, it's the type of thing where if there was a cheaper collector's edition, I'd probably like go. Yeah, yeah. I'm swinging for that. But just the <laughs> fact that they're. Uh, that they're promising this it's like um yeah. i'm i'm intrigued i'm, I'm assuming it will too. leak out i'm if, assuming it'll leak out but like somebody at real doll will just be like this is what we're making I just <laughs> wanna, I, I somebody that, puts post an instagram of like what the what the hell are we making today bet, okay wait oh so they said pre-orders ended in june do we know when it ships no it says uh, the site only says shipping when done and admits yes that's vague um, although apparently a press release that uh, PC Gamer received said estimated to ship uh, uh, 2019, so it's going to take a while. I First guess quarter in 2019. I see it leaking out after pre-orders are done. Yeah, probably. But also, they'd probably say like no refunds. So. <laughs> no probably. Taxis. 
<laughs> no yes, returns, like, that's for damn sure. Like Cards Against <laughs> Humanity sold fucking bullshit. You can return it, but it has to be sealed hermetically. <laughs> no, I just mean you can't cancel your pre-order. Uh, yeah, they probably just take the money straight away so they can use it to build the real dolls. The giant flesh ones. <laughs> what if it's just a life-size boy as a real doll? <laughs> like a life-size faceless white boy? We, gotta, we can't do this. I gotta have to walk away again. No, don't do it yet, no. That's like, I'm trying to find a job, guys. God damn it. <laughs> um, like, I'm gonna walk if- down this road with you. I just feel like they should have given maybe a few more details about it because <laughs> I feel like, like no. maybe said not a sex thing at the beginning of the thing. No, like if it is a sex thing, that's fine. I'm just saying, like you know, is it- I I would say if for me personally, if this is what I believe it probably is, which in my opinion is probably going to be that big mass from the end of the game but with a hole in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's, you know, a population that can't use that. <laughs> right, so, right. You know, I would be very upset if I spent, what is it, $375 yeah. and I couldn't use it, <laughs> you know? That, <laughs> like, I mean, I wouldn't that, want to use um, anything like that from this game. Oh, God. I was just going to say, like, that, that flesh ball kind of has a lot of protrusions, so <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I wouldn't no. want that. I feel like the canonical version of it is much more useful for a woman than a man. Oh no! Like twenty women. Yeah. Oh, no. Fuck. Just, just yeah, I don't know the gender of all those people on yeah. in that ball. Just imagine if you pre-order this and it's actually like six foot in diameter, and they like <laughs> come up to your house with it on a pallet, and they're like. Happy delivery day. I hope your door is wide. <laughs> I don't want to no, it'll be squishy, so it'll just like. Oh, oh no. We need a poo going in his in his oh, oh, door. <laughs> you just keep oh, making I just, it. Like, I we just, need a poo with this. I just had a real oh, no. idea for a for a real doll, but okay. Let's, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. This has gone far enough. Yeah, speaking yeah. of uh, anatomically correct sex dolls, uh, Nintendo had a direct on, uh, I think, Thursday for me, 10pm, um, and they announced 10 3DS games. What if they were we like... found out earlier. We're, we're, we're happy to announce an exciting new uh, Switch hardware revision. We're partnering with Real Doll. <laughs> No, no, it's the real dolls already locked up with uh, I am eight bit. It's uh, they're partnering with Bad Dragon. Oh, oh no. my god! <laughs> partnering with Bad Dragon for a new uh, switch sleeve, like the Wii condoms that they gave out. Oh my god! Oh god. It actually, it's a Labo DLC. So to get <laughs> to get ten percent off of Bad Dragon, use Gaming Fix at checkout. Oh no! I immediately regret saying we had to talk about this. (laughs) We talk about this is gold. This will be the featured video on our YouTube channel for the first few years. Yeah, yeah. They do give you like probably cut this part out. No, this is gold. Yeah, it's not leaving. (laughs) No, when I say cut this part, I mean and put it on the feed as its own separate item. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'll make sure that everyone's full name, including middle, middle, is included. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God you don't my, my, know my middle names. Samuel James Bond Harrison. Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing some Wario on the screen. So, yeah. Uh, For the 3DS, like, how, how do they miss? That, that, uh, that's just like a swing and a miss to me, WarioWare on the 3DS. The reason it's on 3DS is because it uses all of the DS stuff because it has all the DS WarioWare games in it. So it's got touch, uh, microphones, and uh, gyro controls, which I think only one of those things you could do on the Switch. I'm just saying, they fucked up. I, I yeah, think I, they're, I, they're, on the one hand, I still use my 3DS, so I, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to be really excited to play more WarioWare, but at the same time, it should be on the Switch, too. I feel like it's a um, test for whether there's a market for WarioWare on the Switch. Well, time to buy it day one, because I just want WarioWare. <laughs> I love I've WarioWare never, games. I've never played a WarioWare game. They are very fun. They're, They're very silly. Yeah. Have you ever I just a- want to point out that the game that's currently being shown on the video stream is the one where Mies can become furries. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Oh, uh, Rolling Adventure, I think. Dead Heat Breakers. Look. Yeah, that's that's close enough. There's your furry me right there. Oh, well, there you go. The, it's basically the- you get a me and you can put a. Animal costume on it. So but Sam, it's not a costume. So naturally, <laughs> what would your Mies persona be? Uh, I think a red panda. Because uh, I'm <laughs> unique and international. <laughs> Moving on. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the answer was too too detailed. Uh, I was in a pub once, and there was a furry convention in the pub in the street opposite, and there were a lot of people in full fur suits out in the street vaping. So that was great. <laughs> oh my god. With, with or without heads on. Like. Uh, with heads on. Um, the Venn diagram for vaping and for furries is 100% just a circle. We all know it. Vape nation, y'all. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to put furries in a box like that. Uh, they want to be in a hot box, a blueberry hot box. <laughs> Um, currently, we're watching the direct of the stream as well, and this uh, they're talking now about Bowser's Inside Story for 3DS. Uh, is that yeah. a, wait, this is not an exciting game, but the most exciting thing is it comes out in 2019. Oh, Nintendo has yeah. 3DS games planned for 2019. Wow! Yeah. I literally today just bought the um, Superstar Saga remake for 3DS because that's genuinely one of my favorite games of all time. And so I will definitely be buying this because I Mario and Luigi RPGs are are really great. But uh, why 3ds though? Yeah, <laughs> like I like I don't own a 3ds anymore. So that's another thing I'm not buying. Have there? I just rebought one. I'm excited. Have there ever been a Mar- has there ever been a Mario and Luigi game on a console though, or have they always been handheld? Um, They've always been handheld. So yeah, they've always been handheld. Um, Just don't let you dock is... it while you play it on the Switch. <laughs> Only playable in handheld mode. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Well, the thing about like uh, the first one was for Game Boy Advance, so that would definitely be something that you could port over to Switch. But the others have all been DS stuff, so they have varying degrees of um, you know 
dual screen stuff. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So I forget, that like, might be tricky. Sometimes they relied on the dual screen stuff too. Like there's one where you had to hold yeah. it sideways and stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah. happened with uh, Bowser's Inside Story too. So yeah. it's like... When you play as Bowser, it's book style, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that could be tricky. So I, I get, definitely understand why they're making it a 3DS just because I don't know it might be tricky to figure out how to do that with the Switch, but yeah. man, I wish that they were bringing some of these games to Switch. Um, we did talk over Detective Pikachu, but um, that's out in 13 days, so I don't think it's really worth having a proper conversation about, apart yeah. from the fact that um, Nintendo revealed that the size of the, the Detective Pikachu Amiibo is 5.3 inches, whereas the previous... Um, uh, and me, the Pikachu Amiibo is two inches, so that's pretty good upgrade. I've already pre-ordered that Amiibo, so I'll review it on the podcast in a few weeks' time. Are you going to do it like Griffin's Amiibo Corner style? Uh, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I did one previously where I talked about Amiibos, but I can't remember. I, I even had uh, the Wii Shop music. It was a great time. There is something incredibly perverse about putting a 5.3-inch Pikachu in your mouth. <laughs> Well, now we're not using FaceCam. <laughs> now we're not using FaceCam. I don't know whether it's worth it. Um, also, I need okay. to make sure that uh, the only amiibos I buy are partnered with Real Doll. Oh God! Is that like the Metroid one? There's surprisingly yeah, squishy. The Metroid amiibo is not squishy at all. It's bad. Um, oh. Well, it's a great amiibo, and it's basically like thick plastic that has nothing in it okay. that you can okay. kind of squeeze but it's not squishy it's not gel filled like you want yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean they couldn't because then if like someone popped it it'd get all gross or something yeah but it would have been way better um, <laughs> uh, we also <laughs> um we just talked over luigi's mansion being re-released for 3ds so i don't cool. think anybody cares about that do they um, i might play it if it was on the Switch. That's was, my feeling on all these games. That and makes me feel like I might dig out my 3DS to play Luigi's Ooh. Mansion. I, uh, I think I know where it is. I think it's with my Vita. Whoa! They're showing sorry, Kirby Star Allies, out, which comes out in six one. days. Cool. What comes out in six yeah. days? Yeah, Kirby, Kirby Star Allies. Allies. Yeah. Uh, there's a demo on the eShop right now if anyone wants to give it a shot. I've uh, given it a shot. I played the easy and the hard mode demo, and they were a good time. Uh, I'll probably talk more about it because I'm actually going to buy that game, I think. Uh, now we're looking at Akami HD. Yeah. That's a game that I think everybody owns. By now. I actually never played it. I do not. I've never played it. I don't own yeah, it. Me neither. Oh. I own probably two copies of Okami at this point. <laughs> I played it a long, long, long time ago, but it's been a while. So I'm actually interested in trying it out on Switch. Yeah, it's one of those games that I kind of always meant to play and never did. So, Same. you know, this will be a good way to do that. I, I think. Guess. I think if you could use the touchscreen, that game would be amazing. You can. Uh, yeah, you can. Hell yeah! Then it's amazing. I'm. I'm gonna give it a shot. I played it on PS2 when it first came out and mm. didn't really get into it. But I didn't like Zelda games at the time, and I know that Akami is like very Zelda-like. Oh, it's so, yeah, super I, Zelda. I played it on the Wii, but I, I never got that into it. So. Mm-hmm. But I, but I liked it a lot. I, I just it was kind of a pain to play on Wii. But I, th- I think that on Switch it could be really good with the touch screen, especially. We're now watching the video for Sushi Striker: The Way of Sushido, 
which looks like it has an incredibly over-the-top, really silly story <laughs> uh, for a Sushi Match 3 game. Yeah, so the gameplay be- doesn't look super intriguing because, uh, um, like Andre mentioned in our chat, uh, the only Sushi game that matters is the Lickitung game from uh, P- uh, Stadium. Pokemon Stadium, but the story does look very over-the-top. <laughs> Uh, I'd be interested in trying this out if it is cheap, but I don't think it's going to be. <laughs> um, this is like one of the like three games that was actually announced for the Switch in this stream. Like barely any were announced. They were all just things that we kind of knew well, about. I mean, they're getting stuff out of the way for E3, which is yeah, three months right. Away, Octopath Traveler is officially called Octopath Traveler. Yep. So that's funny. Okay. Uh, I think it makes about as much sense as Final Fantasy and Bravely Default, so... I figure they were going to take more time with that based on what they said after the demo kind of late last year, but... Oh, it's out in June. Yeah, yeah, so mid-late last year, like, was it August or, I don't know, like, late summer, they put out the demo, and then they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to take your feedback into account. So it seemed like they were open to changing things. So I wonder how much they actually changed. Or um, what that yeah, change it's hard like. to say. Yeah, the producers at the beginning of the segment and the direction is like, based on your feedback, we've made X, Y changes. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I will totally watch. I'll totally play the demo at some point soon. I tried to play it a couple of times before uh, when I was a bit tired and fell asleep. <laughs> so Yeah, I have a demo downloaded, but I haven't played it yet. But I'm it it looks interesting, so I'm 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 interested in it. I love the art style. I finished the demo when it came out, and it didn't really move me. So we'll see. Mm. I'd be interested to see the reviews on this game because it could just be another Tokyo RPG Factory snooze fest. True. Um. Okay, um, we're still actually on Octopath Traveler. We're actually ahead of the game. So July 13th, 2018, that comes out. So that's like the month after E3. So they're not targeting E3 week to try and get good reviews. Um, let's have a look. Next up is something else. But this is taking a long time. Oh, we're talking about, they're talking about the um special edition here so there's like a special edition and a book it does look cool i'm kind of tempted to buy it i have to say um i'd be i want to see how much it costs because that book thing looked cool yeah the book thing looked really neat okay next up we've got no more heroes uh travis strikes again uh so this looks like a like different game style collection sort of thing uh i've never played uh, no more heroes or no more heroes 2 so i'm probably not the person to speak on this game this hey, whole direct was stuff that i have never played or was had very little interest in yeah, i've heard good things but i've never i've never tried it yeah connected to bluetooth this one looks like it's got um, uh, two-player support, so that could be interesting, especially if it's same screen stuff. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. I'm coming out in 2018, so uh, we should see that at some point. Um, I, will, I will check it out. Can we talk about news of the Direct, which is now coming out? Obviously the biggest, best news in this Direct. <laughs> yes. Amiibo news. 
<laughs> from uh, every direct is a new amiibo announcement. And you this have time, a problem. I don't have a problem. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, well, I have Sickness. a problem. This is an intervention. That I don't own enough amiibo. I think I saw something on your Facebook where your fiance did not know that you bought another amiibo and you were supposed to stop. She did know it was it was a it was a fun goof. Uh, I, I had basically when we got Gus, my second cat. Oh wait, they're showing it now. They're showing it. It's a Dark Souls amiibo. I don't even like Dark Souls, but I'm buying it. <laughs> now you're playing up Bloodborne. Maybe it'll convert. Yeah, well, they're not. They're, maybe I should buy a Bloodborne Takuto or whatever PS4 amiibos that don't do anything at all. Totaku. Kotaku, that's it. I think. Do you think Kotaku were like, hey man, come on. No, because their name is a fucking spin-off of Otaku. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. They don't, um, but yeah, so there's going to be a Saltair of Vestera, I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, amiibo for Dark Souls praising the sun, uh, which is I think the best amiibo in-joke since the uh, Luigi amiibo that was originally his weird nosedive thing. From Smash Brothers, um, uh, I love a good amiibo, and I think that one in particular is quite quite funny to look at. So it'll be part of it will become part of my collection. There were actually two amiibos mentioned in this uh, in this um, direct, so obviously they know that I'm watching, <laughs> and uh, I've already pre-ordered one and will pre-order the other. <laughs> Uh, so they're talking about uh, they're showing Mario Tennis now. Uh, Mario Tennis looks like you can play uh, with two Joy Cons, which is kind of cool. Um, and uh, I don't know whether there was a date for this. I can't remember at the end. I can't remember either. I feel like it's April May time because they said it was Q1 when they announced it. Um, but I don't know if anyone else saw the Chain Chomp uh, with the tennis uh, racket. That's the only character worth playing in this game. This Chim Chomp put the tennis racket in its mouth. Or Waluigi with his extremely good hair for no reason. Yes. <laughs> what was so that release date, Andre? June June twenty second. That is hogwash because now I can't play with my family on our holiday in two weeks' time. Um. So okay, so you're talking about the Chain Chomp. Uh, what is y'all's go to like character in like the Mario games, where like Mario Party or like a Smash Brothers, or like if you have Mario characters to pick from, who do you choose? We Fit Trainer. <laughs> Still, I, 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 Smash Bros is a bad choice. Like uh, it's like strike like the sports games or Mario Party. So in Mario Kart, I play King Boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Mario Party, I would probably go for Luigi or Waluigi. It's a short like question. You never play Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that when the Mario Party comes out on Twitch, it has network play so that I can force you guys into a 50 turns stream. It's never going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I always play Wario for Mario Kart, but... Other than that, I don't think I have, like, a strong preference. Yeah, I don't really have, like, a strong one. Like, I some usually play as, like, as, like, Peach, just so that I can have, like, like whatever cute outfit she's wearing. <laughs> Word. <laughs> um, but, but, like, I, I don't really have, like, a strong fave, like, yeah. like I do in, in some other games. This- when I was playing Mario Kart 8, 
um, I was playing as Cat Peach a lot just because she's so cute. But like, <laughs> you know, like, also, but just, like, like I want so to slow a, too. You know, I just want to have like a pink car, so that's kind of my my jam with that stuff. So this, the direct has like ten minutes of this this tennis game, so I skipped this ahead. We're now at Captain Toad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, you don't want to answer the question, I see. Oh, I play, uh, what's her name? Rosalina. Okay. Oh, Rosalina is good too. I never played the Galaxy games, so I have no affinity with Rosalina. I Although I did Galaxy always games. buy her a Amiibo Those today. Games are good. They're, they're oh the best Mario 3D games. You have no, no affinity you know what other game for is her, good. but you bought the Amiibo. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, 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 I own a Wii U, and I still never play this, so I'm, I'm actually interested in getting it for a Switch. They're pretty cool. I say the same as well. Never played it. Owned a Wii U. Um, oh. always planned on buying it but never got round to it yeah. so I think mm. this will be a real good summer game for me for the train I have levels. Yeah. I have played it so like there are new levels but I'll probably wait like the four years till it's on sale <laughs> this is also one of the games coming to 3DS so that game's going to be on 3DS this year that makes sense uh, the 3DS version actually looks real cool the next game that's up is Undertale, which is, in my opinion, a bad game. I think it is I a game. It. It's a game that got a cult following that got extremely vocal and kind of abrasive. Yeah. yeah. So I like that game a lot. Um, I got all of the endings in it. I played it all three times, um, all the way through, and it's a game that. I think if I played it today, I maybe wouldn't enjoy it as much just because of the cult following around yeah, it. Yeah, I, I played it before it got a lot of that, like, yeah. like that kind of reaction, and I don't know if I would play it today if I had just, like, come at it fresh, which is a shame, because I think it's a really nifty game. Yeah. I didn't think it was funny, game. and I feel like jokes are the whole point of that game, Yeah, if that makes sense. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't say the first, it's the whole like, part three hours that I played. Yeah. It, it is do, pretty slow to start. Yeah, it, it, it is. some really cool stuff with the music in that game that I think is really fun. Yeah. There's a lot of referential things with the music in that game. If it's, they it's, remade that game for phones, I think I'd give it another shot. Uh, it's uh, just, it got, tr- uh, what is it, uh, localized for Japan last year. And so I've got students who are constantly coming at me and be like, oh, do you know about this? I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, what? That's Sans. What? 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 <laughs> I have a picture of Sans drawn in your notebook. This is English class, not Sans class. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next game that came up was um, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Does anyone, does anyone care about Crash anymore? Oh, Crash. Crash always sucked. It was cool <laughs> when it showed up in Uncharted 4 is yeah. like, a, oh, hey, look at this goofy thing. But also that game takes place in like modern day, but they're like, oh, yeah, we're playing Crash Bandicoot. What? Well, actually, it was set in 2018 and they were playing it on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, they, oh, they so yeah. Get out of here! Go away! That's, I that's crash. Not how. I have no qualms, but I have no desire to uh, play Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, you can like probably get me in with that Spyro collection. If that is that actually happening, or is that rumored? I don't. Remember. That should happen. Those are. I only played the first game, one, but 
so apparently so little nightmares is also coming out on switch and it has pac-man amiibo support <laughs> hi i really enjoyed that game i didn't I don't play know how the it hold up. one at all i played the first one i liked it a lot but uh, are they not doing like the buy the one get the other thing nope hmm. weird um yeah i think uh for me the first south park like the second south park game looks like it complicates too much stuff like i, I don't come to the south park game to play fire emblem yeah like, i just want to like get crowd people name checked and like <laughs> see weird stuff yeah um and i don't think that that's what i think they were and also it wasn't obsidian making it it was ubisoft mm-hmm. uh somewhere I don't want to say Montreal because that's definitely not right, but it'll be soft somewhere if we're making it. Yeah. Did anyone um, play the second one? Like, I'm curious about no. it. That's the sort of thing that I think I would buy on PS4 in a sale. I don't think I'd be picking that up for my Switch. Yeah, I'm I think if I got South it Park on the train. dirt cheap, I would get it, but. <laughs> yeah. Other than that. Uh, they're now talking about Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, uh, which is something I will definitely buy. I'm interested I thought that was already a thing. Uh, no, so it's out on 3DS and on Wii U, but it's not out on Switch, and they're re-releasing on Switch with what looks like way better graphics. It's coming out the week after my birthday, on May 18th. I'm really into that too. I'm probably going to pick that up. I played a lot. I completed Fire Emblem Warriors, so I'm interested to see that. Zelda eyes. Yeah, I really liked it a lot on Wii U, and uh, I'm interested to see some of the other content, just because I thought it was a really fun game. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see how much there is to play of that. Uh, they're also doing an ARMS tournament, which anyone cool. who's in the US and Canada can play. ARMS that's, is actually like super fun. That's really cool. I always wanted to play ARMS a lot. I never bought it, and I kind of was like, this is probably dumb for me to buy because it's not going to have a big online community so it's cool to see they're doing a tournament it actually makes me kind of want to pick it up and play it and yeah. see if it's i can apparently get apparently it. it totally has a really good online community that's like super strong like splatoon cool i it's actually don't have any good fighting games yeah i played <laughs> yeah, splatoon I... on the drive out here in the hotel room and was reminded that that game is still fucking fantastic too that game is so good yeah yeah, well, we'll we can come back to this discussion. We can come back to this discussion at the end. Yeah, I yeah, for sure. I didn't mean to derail us. No, no, no. Arms is pretty good. I I didn't get super into it, but like I'm not a huge fighting game person, but I enjoyed what I played of it. So I, I'm interested in trying to maybe pick it up again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the one thing that I found super interesting this is like one of my most exciting things from this was that there's going to be a developer talk at GDC about Arms. Um, because the, the, I think a lot of people will know this, but the Mario Kart team made arms, um, mm. which is why it kind of feels like a wrestling slash fighting game for everyone. Mm. That like my you know fifty five year old mother can play just as well as like my thirteen year old stepbrother. Yeah. Um, especially with motion controls being like actually pretty intuitive. I felt like in arms, I felt the motion controls were genuinely the best way to play. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm super interested and I will totally watch that talk. It's on the 21st of March. Yeah. And, uh, Platoon content right now, by the way, 
Oh, and GDC uh, posts so many good um, talks on to their YouTube channel. So if you're looking for a lot of stuff that gets a little bit um, deeper into game dev stuff, definitely check out the uh, um, uh, the GDC mm-hmm. YouTube account. Yeah. And it should be noted. There's a few things. That, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say it should be noted that Splatoon 2 is the rest of this direct, except for a minor thing at the end that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's important. Uh, they got Biggie uh, this, and Tupac oh, DLC, East Coast, West Coast beef DLC for Splatoon. Um, yeah, it's totally exactly as you said. It's Biggie and Tupac themed DLC, which is quite funny. Well, not themed, but themed two characters. It um, looks like you can maybe be an Octoling. Yeah. yeah, so you can be an Octoling in the, this new DLC. And I think from what I remember of the, and talking about it on the Beastcast, when you finish the DLC, you unlock Octolings for play in multiplayer. I think that was just speculation. I don't think they actually clarified. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, All of these characters are dressed extremely funnily. I'm a big fan of the crustacean in the suit with the gold chain. This whole thing, (laughs) I'm watching it again now, this whole thing is amazing. It's so... I I remember uh, Sam and I were watching it and like in the our group chat and just being like, what are we watching? (laughs) It is so out there and great the the music for this is extremely good as well i mm-hmm. remember the music being mm-hmm. yeah good. is uh is that old ass octopus dressed as a beastie boys uh, member i want to believe that that's what that's supposed to be evoking i don't know if that's true but <laughs> i hope so <laughs> i hope you can get that style in the game like for your characters you have to be able to surely uh, but more Splatoon single-player content is kind of all good with me, to be honest. Like, Splatoon single-player is super cool. I, I never, never played the single-player. <laughs> I never got into it, but I should it try it. It's all just, like, a big tutorial for the weapons that's, and the multiplayer. That's why I'm really like. interested in this, because it's it's a lot of the single-player is, like, very tutorial-y. So seeing what they intend for, like, a, an expansion. Maybe a it's going to show you high-level play stuff. Maybe, yeah. and uh, but oh yeah, the like it looks really cool, and I always thought that the, like the Splatoon levels are huge, the single player levels are like huge sprawling things, which are mm-hmm. super cool. Um, do we want to talk about the thing that's at the end of the direct <laughs> now? <laughs> the reason that Arms will no longer have an online scene. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> stop. oh yeah, just to say it now, they announced a Smash Brothers game for Switch. Yeah. I'd like to see a show of hands of who cares about Smash Brothers. Kind of, uh, like casually. I mean, I'm going to yeah, buy yeah. it. Yeah, totally. Okay. I bought a I bought a Wii U to play Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got a few people who are interested in it. I've never I also bought like four Wii U controllers so I could play. Wow, eight players, eight players Smash with people. That's dedication. Like, I've been like twice. Um. Yeah, I don't know whether I'll buy the game yet. I think it's something that I might take a peek at because I've I've never really fully tried and invested myself into a Smash game. I think I had the one on I had Melee and I played not Melee. Uh, uh yeah, Melee on GameCube. I had Melee and played like probably quite a few hours of that, but I basically just used the C stick to hit stuff <laughs> as Ness. Uh hit stuff with my baseball bat. So Yeah, I'm the type that 
I like all of them and I like the changes. Like when I was saying yesterday, like when I, when I see someone go in and like we sit down to play smash and they turn off items and turn off smash balls and stuff. That's when I'm like, I'm not going to have fun now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause I like smash as a party game. I don't think it's a, I don't find it particularly compelling as a like fighting game. And I don't have it game. No, but I think it's, it's incredibly fun as a party game. If you have the right people. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, I played it a lot when I was growing up. Um, uh, N64, Melee, and then Brawl, and 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 I played a decent amount on 3DS. So it's one of those games where I'm not super invested, but I've played so much of it that I, I'm probably going to just buy whatever version. Mm-hmm. And and I, I I'm with you though. I I'm not super into it as a, a as like competitive or anything. Just I just think it's a really fun time. Yeah, and yeah, uh, totally the past two um, past. Two games, um, Brawl and then the four, are both have so much content in them that they always seem like they're really good deals. Yeah. Just because you, <laughs> they always have so many like extra modes and extra ways to play Smash that it's it's really it's I, I'm anticipating it'll be the same for Switch. Mm-hmm. So I was very vocal when we were doing like our predictions for the year from Nintendo and stuff when we did that Nintendo episode saying. If they announce a new Smash this year, it will be a like redux of Smash Four for the Wii U. And now I'm I'm not so sure because Soccer they're like making a big deal about Sakurai being back and like working on the game. And Maybe like he's working on the two new characters they're adding, the Inkling Boy and Girl. So that's gonna be one character in a palette swap. Like hmm. Like, like I, I believe it'll be like they didn't say like what capacity he's working in, but it might be a little more substantial than just like like Smash Four U or but like we don't call it Smash Four U. Like, what do you even call that? Uh, Smash DX. Smash yeah, Smash DX. Uh, it'll just be Mario Kart Deluxe. That's that's what it's going to be. Uh, Maybe the amount like, of time it takes why? to make a game. Well, yeah, but like, but he says he's been working on it for a while. So, like, they just announced it, but he's been working on it. And I think he did that because, like, the public pressure of all the fans, like, scrutinizing everything about Smash 4 and wanting it basically to be Melee, but be a new game and have all this new stuff. But don't change this. And, like, yeah, people sucking and, like, and put Goku in it. Uh, just you, you told the uh, Brian Altano tweet. Yeah, yeah, and also I literally I saw someone say put Goku in it. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I think it. seriously. Like, I, Goku Goku has been in some good ass uh, Nintendo exclusive games. Legacy of Goku for the uh, not Legacy of Goku, Legacy of Goku Two for the GBA. Probably my favorite Nintendo exclusive game. Uh, so like yeah, put Goku in there, I guess. But I mean, he's gonna win. So <laughs> um, also, I've heard I heard somewhere that people were speculating Geralt of Rivia was oh gonna be. In that would be. So Are weird. you high? He's never been on a Nintendo console <laughs> yet. Yeah, there you go. That's the real answer. <laughs> What's your format? They, they got cloud. Like that was weird. If okay, so if anybody, everybody here had one character that they would want to add to uh, the new Smash, what would it be? Ooh, that's a hard one. Like a realistic one or like whatever? Um, you know, whatever you want. Just maybe 
that hunk of meat from Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, Ooh, the be good. Uh, a Dragonborn from Skyrim. That would actually, that could actually fit because of that port. The hunk of meat from inside. <laughs> oh God! You mean the real doll from inside? <laughs> the real doll from inside. <laughs> I would love to see. Oh, I would God. love to see uh, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> What about Daisy? Maybe they could just put Daisy in the game. (laughs) (laughs) She's a palette swap for Peach. She's already in there. Um, My somewhat realistic-ish, probably not choice, would be Shovel Knight. That's a good good pick. I'm serious about that Dragonmore one. I think that would be pretty cool. Diva. All of the Overwatch characters. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> and now it's a first-person shooter. Yep. Yeah. Hello, you know Madeline I I from Celeste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd actually really like that. Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, the fact that there's no like Paper Mario stuff in it, it makes me sad. So, yeah. if they could have like a, yet another Mario and add Paper Mario. No, they, I, I could see them doing like a Paper Mario stage. Wario and Waluigi's girlfriends. <laughs> I, is this the time to add Waluigi or do they keep like just shunting him <laughs> off to the side? They have to. If, if Mario oh. Tennis isn't Waluigi focused in the story mode, because that was his first game, right? Was Mario Tennis on the GameCube? Yeah. He's so, in the opening cutscene. Hey there, Mr. Yeah. Rivals. Yeah, so if he's not the focus of Mario Tennis Aces in the single player, then he's never, Nintendo, Nintendo he's knows never doing anything. Why. That's why they won't give it to us. You should add Pascal from Near Automata. I heard yep. there's a Near Switch port in the works. Yeah, um, I, I was surprised it didn't get announced on the Switch anniversary. Marcus Sellers, the guy who leaked basically all the Nintendo Direct in advance, yep. was like, Near port for Switch being announced on the anniversary. I'm actually not convinced that that exists. I know he's really good and accurate, but you I don't know. You're wrong sometimes. I don't know if that's the right audience for that game, but yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if it was. Maybe I don't, after uh, Kamiya's tweet uh, about not having the virtual console. Yeah, <laughs> that was extremely fun. I've been cut off because <laughs> um, they didn't announce. Uh, virtual console. They heard no virtual console. No near for no Bayo three. No Bayo three. Get it, uh, <laughs> Um One more news article I actually forgot to talk to, talk to you guys about earlier on, um, but I'm not really going to go deep into it because I think I'll talk about it a bit more next week. But Fortnite is coming to mobile. Yeah, I saw Fortnite. that too. With that makes with crossplay. Yep that that doesn't make sense. So the crossplay will only be squad based like it is now. So like say for example you're playing on PS4 and I'm playing on PC, we can join the same squad using our epic IDs. Yeah. But I won't be matched with PC players unless I'm in a PC squad. That's uh, I'm assuming the same will be for mobile because that's the way they talked about it. They said um uh squads uh, is like you join up with your squads and play. So yeah. But I'm going to enter the beta on Monday, so uh, I think it's going to start up pretty soon. Cool. So I'll yeah. report back. Actually, uh, phone would be the perfect place. Like the the co-op Fortnite stuff is really cool. Um, 
and the biggest difficulty with it is that there's tons of junk to manage outside of the gameplay like all the menu based stuff that's kind of ripped from mobile games in the first place if they if you could manage that through the the game on phones and then actually play it on PC and PS4 that could be really cool you like i would love it second screen experiences sort of yeah i mean like if i could if i could just like play the game and then go oh, i'm done for the night and then on my bus ride to work manage all my upgrades and do all the junk the like management stuff that could be cool. no way so are you talking about like the Fortnite protect the night or whatever uh yeah i'm talking about what Fortnite was okay okay <laughs> um, that makes more sense i thought you were i thought because no yeah, was, in the battle royale now, now i just associate with yeah yeah um so i was like yeah. what are you talking about <laughs> no i mean the not the co-op the yeah, non, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah own the night uh but yeah, that, if you could manage that stuff on the on a phone, that could get me to play that game more. Because it was a pain sitting around for like a half an hour in between ma- maps, like managing my research points and upgrades and stuff. But doing that on a phone could be cool. I'm super interested, I have to say. Um, my, yeah. But let's, uh, I was going to say, let's not go too deep in because yeah. I think that um, yeah. when the game actually comes out, I will endeavor to give it like a few matches pre one of our recordings because I'm usually pretty lucky when it comes to getting debaters. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think it's time to close out our episode because we've been running for two hours. Yeah. Uh, super long anniversary episode. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed. Um, just a reminder that we have a three-way tie for the quiz championship of the year between uh, Alison, Andre, and Erica. And uh, that will continue next week. If you guys want to think up cool team names or anything, I don't know. You do what you like. Um, cool team so names? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> my team name is uh, Dr. Pepper Root Beer. Okay. Favorite uh, soda, least favorite soda. <laughs> uh, yeah, my team name is my team name is probably Coke Zero something. I don't know. I have to think about it. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, you can let's talk about where you can find us all on the internet because obviously I'm flagging because it's half past midnight. <laughs> Um, uh, so Pat why don't you go first as your triumphant return <laughs> you can find me on uh, Twitter and Twitch at JesterPC awesome Erica uh, you can find me on Twitch at uh, ZupaDupa X-U-P-A-H D-U-P-A-H we got, we're streaming a lot of stuff now because we're finally done with Yakuza 0 but tonight we're playing Yakuza Kiwami. So <laughs> 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 but no, we've been playing some other stuff too. Like, you know, uh, we've been playing Celeste and um, I don't know, a couple other games. We've been running through different roguelikes. We're going to do a new one every week. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and you can also listen to my other podcast, Tempered Expectations, on iTunes and SoundCloud about video games and wrestling. Um, uh, Andre, uh, you can find me on Twitter at coolslaw c o o l s l four w, uh, Twitter or Twitch at coleslaw c o l e s l four w, uh, and Instagram cray underscore dre, and uh, see stuff about me living in Japan. I guess I'll stream more on Twitch soon. I promise. Uh, I'd like to point out that uh, Andre has the best Twitch usernames of all of us. <laughs> 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 
a little bit. Uh, so, uh, Allison. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y or at stamps.com. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Alex, where can people find you? Bearing in mind that they may not be watching this on your feed this week, as I think of multiple people are hosting it elsewhere. If you Google real dolls, God. you'll probably find something about me somewhere. <laughs> Take and that how you will. Last episode of the podcast, guys. Thanks very much. <laughs> uh, this episode brought to you by Real Dolls. Yeah. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Real Doll. Um, um, I want to say real quick. Allison so- was our rep for that, so thanks, oh, Allison. <laughs> oh, don't put that on her. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to point out also that we're gonna do uh, that. Um, sorry for if you, that music just came up. I accidentally opened up Cat Condo trying to find my calendar. <laughs> We're going to do uh, a review episode at the end of this month on Wrestle Kingdom 12. So, yeah, so it's the 31st. The 31st. If everyone wants to watch along in advance. Yeah. We're really not going to do WrestleMania. It's so close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when is, Wrestle, when is WrestleMania? Yeah, it's not going to be as good, I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, but it'll be so much more exciting. It'll be bad, but it'll be exciting. <laughs> All right, that's fair. It'll probably you know, be in a way funny. Japanese. WWE is exciting in a way Japanese wrestling is not. I highly the, disagree the, the, with you. The spectacle <laughs> is a different style. It, it's a it's a different type of spectacle, but I think that. Japanese wrestling is better <laughs> in every way. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, yeah, we're going to do that on the 31st. And um, I know we're going to maybe try to watch it together if you guys are interested uh, the week before on the 24th. So if anybody's listening to this and also wants to watch it with us and you know one of us, you could probably do that too. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know one of us and you're watching this podcast, hello. Hello. Review us on <laughs> we don't have so the couch. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, you can uh, find me online as well uh, at SGCH, which is Sierra Golf Charlie Hotel. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, and Twitch. Uh, I'm going to try and start streaming a little bit more. I streamed today for two whole hours, which is pretty impressive for me, I think. Um, and uh, I'll try and play some more Bloodborne, um, and I'll talk about that on Twitch whenever I do it. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, please, uh, if you are a Twitch viewer or Facebook viewer or whatever, if you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a little rate, um, that's uh, hugely important for in terms of how many people see our podcast when searching for stuff. Like, um, comment, so, subscribe. Yeah, and uh, yeah, everyone subscribe to my Twitch channel. I don't Tell know. your grandma. I don't actually know what that does. Grandma's love this. <laughs> but it gives you a cool crown when you talk during the podcast. So, that, you know, you can interact with the group as a whole. Um, so, yeah, thanks everyone for listening and for tuning in. And thanks everyone for turning up and recording, Pat. And uh, back from the dead. <laughs> uh, we will see everybody next week. All right. I gotta go Bye. beat Bye, ass and Dragon Ball. Good luck, everyone out there. <laughs> <laughs>
it's because the B didn't come through. It just sounded like you said, "I'm gonna go eat ass in Dragon." Oh, no, no, no. I gotta go. Oh, okay. I just gotta go get use my Yajirobe ass eating powers. So. <laughs> I had a very long conversation about how Yajirobe was shit. The pub quiz this week. <laughs> okay. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Okay. Bye. 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 B